In these unprecedented times, you may feel helpless or alone, but in your community, people are coming together to spread kindness. We're Viral Kindness Scotland, a project launched to help vulnerable people struggling with self-isolation. We're calling on volunteers to help vulnerable people in your community. You could pick up their shopping or simply offer a supportive phone call. Whether you're an individual, organisation or local business, whether you need help or know someone who needs help, free phone 0800 052 2282 or see viralkindness.scot. Viral Kindness Scotland, connecting communities. Audio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. I'm Stephen Purden and let's welcome the team. First, a man smaller than the list of Premiership clubs voting for the league not to be concluded. It's Chris Toe. How are you, my man? I was alright until that fucking introduction there, you have <laughs> Listen, you are literally about the length of a Kit Kat taller than me, you fucker. Yeah, I'm a Kit Kat, you're a fucking walnut whip. Aye, but I've got four fingers. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> and I was going to say, let's, let's welcome the other member of the team, but he's no here today. He's no here today. He's either online trying to order Wispachinos in bulk, or he's hanging about with Drew McIntyre online, I don't know. He's doing something. Uh, no, uh, Gredo's got a, a wee family emergency yeah. this week, so he's no, he's no going to be here this week. So, listen. Hey, you, mate. So what you've been doing this week? I know we've all been kind of cooped up in the house again. Mate, what a, fucking, what a week I've had it, man. Honestly. Right. I bought a dog. <laughs> How's you do when you're fucking in isolation? Buy Why a dog. not? It's just because I wanted somebody else to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog is it? It's a Lassa Apso. Um, it's a wee boy. His name's Archie. And he was born two days ago. So nice. I, I bought it. Bought a dog. I thought you might have right. called him Shinsuke or Naka or, or Sinclair. Aye, Sinky. Sinky, Sinky. Your favourite Celtic player? Uh, uh, John Collins is my favourite all time, but they two are definitely up there. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, right. Uh, so let me tell you, right. So I was like, right, what can I do? So I looked out the back garden, right. right. We've, de- we've been decorating the Wayne's room, right. And uh, so quite a lot of cardboard boxes and that waiting to get picked up. And I looked out the back and remember it was Windy's Fuck Yard Day. Aye. They were everywhere, mate. They were oh. everywhere. Right. So pretty took it me and the way and went out and picked them up. It took about twenty minutes for us to get them all back together. Sat wood on top of them and all that so they won't blow away. But when I removed when when I picked up the last box, there was a full pepperoni pizza lying in the middle of my garden. Right, and it's it's incinerated to beyond recognition. The only reason I know that it's a pepperoni pizza is because the wee bits of pepperoni. On honestly, right, it looked, I don't know how it got into the middle of my garden. I've not burnt a pizza since I was about fucking ten year old, and <laughs> a genuinely a perfectly conserved pepperoni pizza burnt to a cinder in the middle of my garden. 
Now, somebody needs to inform me how this sort of shit can happen. If somebody done it, is one of my neighbours burnt their pizza and just frisbeed it into my garden? I mean, there is, I mean, there's a lot of, we've got a lot of time in our runs now. We're all, we're all kind of bored, we're in the house, but never has it crossed my mind that I'm going to shove a pizza in the oven, absolutely frazzle it, and then frisbee it into my, my neighbour's gaff. <laughs> That's taking boredom to a whole new level, isn't it? I know, I know, but do you know what I think? Seriously, it's, I don't know if it's been my next door neighbour or not, right? But I had to phone the fire brigade for them a few weeks ago because <laughs> the, the guy fell asleep and left something in the, in the oven. So I don't that know if this that. is retaliation. <laughs> I don't know if this is retaliation for me saving the fucker's life. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ, ah, eh? uh, Coat Bridge, man. Coat Bridge, what can you say anyway, Stevie? What about yourself, mate? What have you been up to? I've been, I've been TikToking with the Waynes and the Missies. Oh, aye. I've been doing a lot of that. Nearly broke my toe doing that. Seen that, seen that mate, doing that Alex Cha- Oxlade Chamberlain dance. Aye, the stair, the, what is it, the, the stair shuffle. I so I, I'm know. like, I, my Missies is obsessed with it now. She's, I think she's absolutely had as much as she can have in me because she's just constantly on TikTok all the time which I'm alright with you know what I mean we don't want to we want to keep things fresh you know what I mean she's on TikTok all the time I went to try it I nearly broke my big toe that was pretty painful Uh, played you in FIFA again that was a decider on Friday night last Friday aye how did that go how did that go well it was quite embarrassing it was 8-0 to me 8-0 Eight nine, eight nine. Jesus Christ, man! The first game he beat me seven four. Well, his boy beat me seven four. The second game we drew four each in normal time. I beat him four three in extra time, but it was four. It was four going on forty four. Right. So then I thought to myself, I, I take pride in how good I'm at FIFA. So I thought this guy's due a hiding for me, right? Because he got half lightly last week. So we played. It was four nil the first half, four nil the second half, and I've not heard then since for him. Well, <laughs> right, so as we as we speak, as we record this, as we record this, there's a very important bit of voting going on. There is. What you think of the old league campaign? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I've tried my best not to read up too much on it because this is an opinion piece for me. Mm-hmm. It's no, there's no cut and dried way to do it. There's no, there's no. Unfortunately, people are going to be losing out. Teams are going to be losing out. Teams are going to be gaining stuff that maybe they wouldn't have if the the season had went on further. It's just I I don't know, man. As a Celtic fan, obviously I want to see Celtic being the champions, but uh, is there is there a I don't know? Does it count? Is if it if the season finishes early? And it's in the record books, then it counts. Are you counting it, but? Well, you just count the one that you share with fucking Dumbarton, don't you? So fuck up. <laughs> oh! I had, it didn't even take me long to get you gone there, man. I had a whole oh. fucking. I had a barrel of questions lined up for you. <laughs> already, already the veins popping in the heat, man. I know, <laughs> right, I've fucking dived in, man. I can't believe I've dived in there. Ah, right, okay. Sorry, it's a, it's a, it's an emotive subject for me. You, purely because you, you started off all calm. Ah, you know, you know, you know. I know. Fucking 
listening, you know, it's like walking a fucking razor's edge being on this podcast, mate. You know I, it and I know it. I know, I know. <laughs> well, it, 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 it. I mean, it's just another one that's in the nine that doesn't really count, does it? Oh, the nine doesn't count because Rangers fucking because Rangers cheated their way down to the third division. Celtic's nine in a row doesn't count. <laughs> Mate, you're far too easy, man. Uh, <laughs> I I thought you'd have been a lot harder than this, man. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ! You scratch uh, your surface a wee bit, producer John. Know what I mean? Listen, you, right. you scratch the surface, man. A feeling comes out, mate. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, though, boys, you know, as a Falkirk supporter on this podcast and supporting the lower leagues, yes. Uh, do you think there should be, you know, if the vote's going ahead for the lower leagues today, so we've got to decide whether the campaign finishes today or not. Do you not think that there shouldn't be for me? One rule for the Premiership and then one rule for the lower leagues. I know they're waiting on the UEFA thing, but it would just look again, again for Scottish football. How ridiculous would it be? So if we say that the leagues concluded for the Championship, League One, League Two today, and then the Premiership go and say no, no, it's not concluded for us, and then they keep playing. It's just here's here's one as well though. Nobody knows how long this pandemic thing is going to go on. Nobody yeah. knows. Now, all right, it started to slow down a wee bit. In, in some countries but our country is not fucking paying attention to the instructions there's people still going to fucking Strathclyde Park and Glasgow Green and hanging it's about ridiculous. together and it's this is what's causing the hot up in football the police in the past week have had to break up five ho- 500 house parties I know did you I see the tweet this. did you see the tweet it was uh Metropolitan Police have attended 600 house parties over this weekend. Somebody retweeted it and said they should be doing police work, not going to fucking parties. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't laugh, you're great. But I I think it should be across the board, producer John. I I don't think it's fair. The Championship, League One, League Two, it should be. Scottish football, collectively, should be coming together trying to get a solution. But everybody wants to serve their own plate here, Stevie. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, yeah. and it's that's what I mean. This is an opinion piece. This isn't a for the greater good piece. See, when it comes down to business, these clubs are going to fight tooth and nail to get the best possible solution for themselves. They don't give a fuck about anybody else. Mm. That's 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 going to be the dog and short it, man. So many clubs are going to suffer, but it's a shame. Like so many lowly clubs, it's going to hit them hard. Yeah, well, I mean, I just uh, speak from the perspective of Falkirk, but you know, this is going to be. The second time we've been shafted by something like this, when we the first time we weren't allowed to go up to the Premiership, even though we can't have the, the Division 1 at the Aye, time. Aye, but John, John, was that not because you said a fucking uh, gazebo <laughs> for a stand? <laughs> That's because we didn't have a 10,000-seater stadium at the time, which was a ridiculous rule in itself. And then it we, was. we asked to ground share with Airdrie and we were rejected, all that sort of stuff. You th- The thing is, it's going, to aff- it's going to affect Falkirk. It's going to affect, like, Partick Thistle, for example, are going to come down to, you know, League 1 for Gunnett. Partick, this will come down to League One, you know. I mean, not, I know they've been there before, but and as you say, Chris, everyone, every club you go to will have a different opinion depending on what position they are in the league. You know, we've got Brian Pronty coming on to the show. Uh, Airdrie, I don't know where their position will be because they. I think they'll need the money. 
they, they, do they just take the, the money now so because they need the money or do they the one, the one good thing about Airdrie is uh, I, I know Airdrie is a club um, I've been up there quite a lot and the infrastructure that they've got in the stadium with regards to other businesses um, within the stadium Good mm-hmm. should see them all right I think they, they do quite a lot of functions and stuff if they're able to get to the point where they're able to hold them again then the income for that can help them a lot. Um, obviously, it's not as much as a, as a match day Saturday or a match day Wednesday or whatever, but they're lucky that they're, they're in a position where they can do that, whereas you've got clubs like Albion Rovers, that if you've seen Albion Rovers Stadium, mate, it's like, oh. it's you know, there's, there's, they've got nothing, nothing coming in. But there's going to be a lot of clubs that go to the wall. This is where the SFA should be getting into their coffers and bailing clubs out. You know I, I mean? would say so, I definitely, definitely, because it's it's going to be sad. Like there's going to be a lot of clubs going to the wall, and it's going to be tragic for Scottish football because it's like you said earlier. You don't know when this is going to end. Exactly. How long is it going for? Exactly. But have we talked about enough serious stuff now? Can we move Aye. on to the, the daft stuff now? So that so this week on the show, we welcome Airdrie legend Brian Prunty, and on the Legends Lottery, well, we had a nightmare a couple of weeks, so. We'll see where we are with that, Chris. Eh? We'll see where we are. Aye. Plus, your chance to win three beer and stepping into a DeLorean as we look at the football decisions decisions you wish VAR had been around to judge. And remember, if you have any random football banter for us, please get on the Twitter at Football Daft Pod, Football Daft Podcast on Instagram, and just search for Football Daft on Facebook. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698. 767-172 You've been out and about this week at all, Stevie? Well, in the house. I've been going out my wee bit of exercise and I've been going to the shops just getting supplies in now and again picking up odds and ends in and out shops well, driving mama, to the shops I driving, my missus was driving home for work, my missus has still got to work unfortunately right. right, so she was driving home for work and somebody on an empty motorway, had turned her motor the opposite direction, basically. So it was like crashed into the barrier, and it was facing in the opposite direction. And she wow. was the, the that was the only car on the road. So I don't know how the fuck they've managed that, unless somebody's like swerved into them or something and then fucked off. But I tell you something, I know the, I know the very people that could help this guy. Enlighten me. If you've been in a road traffic accident and you're not at fault, G4 claims can make it easy for you. They can make it easy for you. They, they can. can provide you with complete accident management support you require. They'll recover the cost for the at-fault party. Sort it out. They'll sort you out with a like-for-like like vehicle. So, as Gredo likes to say, if you crash in a Ferrari, you're not getting a fucking Morris Minor <laughs> as its replacement. All right. You're getting a Ferrari back. That's it. A nice, fancy Italian sports car. They'll also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of the approved body shops and return to you. And should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, they'll recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big, fat check for it. Best of all, it won't cost you a penny as he charges the app fault insurance direct. So this guy could have been quids in here if he'd have known about you. Hopefully... Whoever Hopefully you are, you, you, you listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you listen. Exactly. 
Right, G4 claims don't cold call you, they don't buy data, and once you've processed your claim, your insurance will remain unscathed. So not a mark on you, your no claims insurance, your no claims bonus will remain intact and all yeah. that. And the best thing is Nicole and the team over there won't take on your case if they don't think that they can help. So if you're a chancer, don't bother phoning them. Oh, if you've got please. legit, if you've got a legit claim, then get in contact with Nicole and the girls. So if you've been in a road traffic accident or know someone that has got any G4 claims on 01698 767 172. That's 01698 767. Grado's favourite aircraft. 172. Get them at notatfaultclaim.com and find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, not at fault claims. Made easy. Boom. Football dafts. Big question. So over the last season, one of the biggest talking points has been VAR. Would you agree, Chris? I would. What does it stand for, Stephen? <laughs> what does it stand for again? Video assistant referee. Assistant referee, there we go. Like it or loathe it, it is something that looks likely to be around for a while. But what happened? But what would happen if it had always existed? Huh? Oh, imagine that. This man. week, the big question we're asking if there is one football decision you could have got VAR to review, what would it have been? Right. See, normally I would go for a Celtic one with us, right? Right. But since I'm feeling. I'm feeling international today. I'm feeling like Mr. International today. Is that why you wore a Celtic hat? That's why I wore my Celtic away, because that's the one that we wear when we're away in other countries. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so my one this time is Thierry Henry handballing the ball for France against Republic Ireland. Done them out of a World Cup spot. Oh, that was a bad one. That was... He's in Mickey Tate and everything. See, I fucking Thierry on me, by the way. No, I can't. Mate, see, I loved him up until that point. But the fact he's just like, oh, 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 oh. fuck him, man. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, what about yourself? I would just say the League Cup final because it was so blatantly offside. It was blatant. It was... And obviously, the overall feeling that day is we were the better team and then... The fucking linesman carried his job properly, and there's about three standing offside, and the goal stands. It really. Um, I, I, can you give me another decision that's went against Rangers? Another one. Aye. Apart from apart from the League Cup final, can you give me another Aye. decision? Right, go for it. The goal when we beat these two one at Park Heath shouldn't if we'd VAR that would nest on because it hurt it hurt Edwards on. Mm, fair point. Aye. All right. I see your point now. But it's, a, it's, amaz- it's amazing that the only two decisions that have ever went against Rangers happened in the same fucking season. Right, anyway, no. uh, we'll move on. Do you want me to go into Oh, I've got myself a big win, I've got myself a big win. There we go, brother. That's a Yiki Javi dick. Right, <laughs> right so uh, we've, got, we've got a few uh, listeners and viewers that have come in with it. The notorious NIV, Italy getting that free kick and cheating us out of the Euros. That's a big one. That's a Aye. big one. Aye, that is a big one. We've got David Ross, Mark Haley's equaliser that stood when it shouldn't in the Scottish Cup semis, 1994. Don't remember that. No, there is. <laughs> <No, I do. laughs> uh, Davy Mack, Sandy Roy ruling Neil Oliver's late equaliser goal offside for Falkirk in the 1997 Cup final. John. Just a John. 
That is definitely the number one because that killed us. We would have went on to win that. Jesus, man, that brings back bad memories. <laughs> it's like Michael. Nam. It's like Nam. <laughs> <laughs> Michael yeah. King, Airdrie v Dunfermline penalty at Tyne Castle in the Cup semi-final. Awarded for handball inside the box. VAR confirms it didn't hit Sandinson's horn and it wasn't even in the box. Davey Syme, shame on you. Davey Syme was an abysmal referee, man. Aye. Honestly, so bad. I'll let you take the next one, Chris. Right, the next one is one that is close to my heart. Uh, if, if, this could have, if this goal had have counted, I'm saying Rangers don't win nine in a row. Yeah, that's what it is, come on. Right. George Cadet takes a ball on his chest. Swivels on a sixpence, <laughs> volleys it right into the top corner at the, the fucking, was it the Broomwood end or the fucking Copeland Road end? I don't know. I, I, I don't think it was the Broomwood end. Right? And he's fucking volleyed it right and he's did it there fucking, yeah, boy, yes! <laughs> Offside. I'm here offside, man. Aye. Not only would VAR have turned that over, that Wiseman would have got his Ibrox season ticket taken off him. <laughs> and fuck, honestly, it's just that that's the one that sticks out in my head the most. That and John Hartson's in the World Cup final. That um, is so, any more, any more Celtic any more decisions against Celtic against Rangers? What? I, I, don't, I don't I don't dwell on them, Stephen. Right, uh, so, <laughs> Well, You're right. You see my bob set, mate. I'm I'm absolutely fine, bro. Don't try and get me again. Listen, I've learned my lesson. All right, right. I've learned my lesson. Dougie Brownlee, 1976 Scottish Cup semi-final. Motherwell two 0 up, and Derek Johnson goes down in a different postcode to the Motherwell goalie, and the ref gave the penalty. I like that, and he's done in a different postcode. Oh, Christ I'll let you take this one as well, Chris. Right, wake up final last season. Three Celtic players marginally offside. <laughs> no, the linesman, no, the no, doesn't no. see it. Alex, Alex didn't see marginally. Christopher Julian goes to <laughs> the back post. It's a goal for Celtic. Yes, your dancer. The first, the first silver wheel of the season goes to Parkhead. That's eleven trophies in a row. Can you believe it, Stephen? Can you believe it? Producer John. Yes. I won't be in next week. <laughs> <laughs> you say that every week, mate. <laughs> right. Kieran, Kieran Hamilton, League Cup final 2019. Make Morelos retake the penalty so we can laugh at him again. Ah, Kieran, your part'll shape, mate. I know. John, why are you laughing so much? I thought it was quite funny, no? That was you who wrote that in. <laughs> Under a false name, wasn't it? <laughs> Nah, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why he's, he said that for VAR. There was not a thing wrong with that penalty. Thank you, Chris. Oh. Apart from the way you took it after it. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, is there any other ones that you can think I'm of? I'm trying to think. I mean... What about the 66 World Cup final? Aye. <laughs> aye. Lampard's goal for uh, England against Germany. Aye, that was, that was over the line by about the length of me. What about aye, the aye. one Roy Carroll... 
Was it Spurs? Scored, someone scored for the halfway line. It was Pedro Mendes. Pedro Mendes ah. scored against Roy Carroll again, and it was a mile over the line. Mate, it was again. That was that was maybe even worse than the Lampard one. But I still say the League Cup final this season is the most shocking one I've seen. But anyway, moving on. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. The Legends Lottery on Football Daft. On Football Daft, we have made it our mission to find out where the cult heroes are now on our Legends Lottery. I mean, we've had a mare the last couple of weeks, haven't we, Chrissy Boy? Oh, we've had a fucking absolute nightmare, Stevie. It's been a disaster. Absolute disaster. But this week we were tasked by John, the producer, to see if at least one is to get a cult hero for any team. So, I'm going to see I failed again. Seriously? Aye, I've no... Ah, oh, mate. I'm going to put it down to homeschooling again. I've just been busy. I've been busy. Right, okay. You had any, two, any player in Scottish football to get on, Stephen Burden, and you I, didn't get on. No, right, see, next week, right, I'll tell you what, I had, I had one lined up last night, but he bailed at the 11th hour because he had calls to make today to players. Do you want to know who it was? Who was it? Do you want to know, producer John? Yeah, go on. Lee McCulloch. Oh, oh he, he's, he's a main guest, isn't he? He's a I main know. guest. That's how desperate I go. I went for a, I went for a big name for the Legends Lottery, but I, I say to him, look, mate, I had Fergie on, I had Love and Kranz on, but because he's got Zoom calls to make to the Dundee United boys and all that today, he's like, I'm busy, busy. So, But he's up for coming on, and I think we should get him on as a main guest. What about you, Chris? How'd I go on in the Legends Lottery? Well, let me tell you. Let You've me got tell you. There's no, there's no many people that have scored more legendary goals than the goal that this guy scored at Celtic Park against Barcelona. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Mr. Tony Watt. What's happening, boys? Oh, not much, not much, mate. How are you, how you surviving? I all right. Not too bad. I've been sound. I'm just stuck on the PlayStation. It's just a moment. On the PlayStation, avoiding me, mate. <laughs> Alright, you'll be getting slapped up soon, you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's it. What's been happening? No much, mate, no much. Same as you. FIFA, homeschooling the veins. FIFA, homeschooling the lot, mate. I mean, living the dream. That's, my normal life was just going to train and come back playing FIFA anyway, so I just wake up a wee bit later and it's just getting back to normal now. <laughs> that's it, man, that's it. It's in me. Well, uh, Tony, last time I seen you, mate, it was in... I think we were in the mint. I, I seen you, you were, it was the day before you were getting married. The mint, that's a bit of an institution in Coatbridge, and that's a restaurant, isn't it? The mint. Aye. 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 Famous in Coatbridge. I've been there, it's <laughs> nice, man. It's I nice. think one of the only things that's good to come out of Coatbridge, isn't it? Apart, from me, apart from me and you, mate. Apart from me and you. Correct. It's, it's number three. You're first, I'm second. <laughs> hey, I only, hey. only in order of buff, mate. Only in order of buff. Hey, Lenny Murdoch's for Coatbridge. Big Frank Gallagher. That's Ricky true, Bond as well. Oh, aye, Ricky. Peter, Peter Grant. Johnny Russell. Aye. Uh, Peter Houston. He's a co-pride <laughs> man. There you go. That's it. I think we all went to the same school and all, Tony. Aye, correct. St. Pat's. St. Pat's got to get knocked down. I know. It's like, it's like building eyebrows on the, on the site of Parkhead. Honestly. Aye. Just never be good enough for it. <laughs> never again, mate. Never again. So anyway, <laughs> what's happening with this FIFA? When, when am I scalping your arse at FIFA then? I'm still pennies any time. I'm always available. 
Now, don't don't give out your username on this, right? Enough, I'll, I'll get it off you on text, all right? I'll be on the night. I'll be playing pro clubs with the boys, but I've got a wee hour before it, man. If any of want a fucking lesson, I'm there, man. Do you really um, want to go into a pro clubs game? No. Off the back of getting your arse skilled? If you want a challenge, I'll challenge a pro clubs team as well with the vision, yeah. Oh, what I talk about that, <laughs> mate. Right, this is a thing. There's a few behind the scenes unresting, you know what I mean? Like oh, we started well, off, know. we started off no bad, got promoted, then we get relegated right away. Well, I'm having a bit of a problem, and you know? I sacrificed myself for the team, and I made my wee guy centre back. Oh. So I control, I control any. So they get a bit of balance at the back. And nobody appreciates you. No. All these greedy beeps. At the front, just try and, <laughs> try and score, try and get the goals and don't pass to you. And then Aye. they start shouting at me whenever we concede. That's not odd. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. We've got big Derek and Gallagher. He plays up front. And we've got, do you know CJ Novo, the YouTuber? Rangers YouTuber. He, aye, aye, aye. He plays with, so he videos it. And we slaughter Deck all the time for being greedy. And then you can go back and watch his videos and you can see he's greedy. And big Deck just acts as if nothing's happened, as if look. I, I get the ball all the time, so I must be doing something right. He does nothing with it, and it's, it's starting to annoy me, to be fair. So, Tony, how's life at Motherwell, mate? Good, mate, aye. It's been... The Bulgaria thing was all right. It was good, good contract, good place, and I went over and they were saying things to me, like, you'll, you'll be waiting a year, and then you'll play, and I was just thinking, for the money? No, I, I'm not waiting, and I just thought I'd chance it, and I came back, and within a few days, they phoned me, and thinking, what went up to you here? Like, the third best team in the league are phoning you. And since day one, the gaffer pulled me in, just telling me what he wants, and he's been honest, and he didn't really get that over there, so it's kind of refreshing that he'll be transparent with you, whereas over there, it's like more distance, play games with you, whereas this manager just says, if you don't do this, you won't play. If you do it, you've got a good chance of playing, and that's good enough for me. That's good, man. Right, good, good club, room, man. They're a good place, man. They're looking a good um, outfit. He's got, that's what surprised me after. He told me in after like maybe a day or two and said that we want to offer you. And I had already made my mind up, not because of the position they were, but the way they coached, the way they wanted you to play. It's not like I've been at teams where not that you wing it, but you try and nullify the off team and you try and sit back. He just wants you to go and he's always got a game plan, he always wants you to positively do your thing instead of instead of just see what the way a lot of teams go to the old firm and just sit back. Well, he doesn't want that, but sometimes because the quality of the old firm, you're going to sit back and you're going to look as if you're sitting behind the ball, but he wants you to get in their face and it's, it's quite refreshing. That comes across when you do, I mean, a few games in Motherwell, man, you, it's, it's a tough game, man, it's a hard hard you. I can imagine a lot of the players, like Rangers players, know they've been in a game, I mean, it's a tough, tough, tough team, man. Aye, he's tried to mix the ball for them, there is, those boys will put themselves about, you see, it's two and a half, so getting a fight, Alan Campbell, only they're all ready, but you've also got they've all got quality. It's not as if they're just one or the other. Where maybe our teams have maybe got some players who are workmen and some players who are more technical. There's a yeah. lot of boys that could probably go a step up because they've got the both. Aye. So tell me about this, then, Tony. Uh, you when you made your debut for Celtic, you came on against Motherwell. You scored two goals. Right. Um. I was I was in holiday. I was in my wee cousin's stag do. In a bar in Ibiza, right. and I nearly, I nearly get battered because there was that many Rangers fans and Motherwell fans watching the game. <laughs> so it was, 
if you still get that jersey with the with the uh, the the Asian writing on the back, I, there was two. I gave one to my sister. She was going through a, a tough time at the time. I think it was something to do with pregnancy. So I gave her that, and then one got sent to Thailand for the Thai Tims. But it was weird because I know I don't believe in things. I believe in some things are meant to be, but. I used to go to the Marvel games before I was uh, allowed to go to Celtic games, but I was always a Celtic fan, but my uncle was from the hill, and I'd go to all... So the first Celtic game I went to was as a Marvel fan in the Marvel end. So, I mean, obviously I was supporting Celtic, but my uncle used to take me on a Saturday, and it was just weird. Everything fell into place. Everything kind of aligned, and it was the third part where I scored my first goal. It was... It Did you run over to your uncle and get that one? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I used to like him, but now I'm a Celtic fan. Now I'm back to my old fan. <laughs> oh man, that was a, genuinely that was a great memory for me. Obviously, your your goal against Barcelona is the one everybody talks about, but um, because obviously I'm into school with Alana. I well, it was Alana who I gave it to. It was, you see some things on her Facebook. I actually post a picture in the old. I think it's got tenants on it. It was a tenants one, wasn't it? Aye. Oh, but that she's well. Aye, it was hungry. Well, by the way, that's a that's a great gift to get you somebody, mate, especially with being your first jersey. I, I I always wanted my name in the back of the top. That was all I ever wanted. Like it was just to put it up on the wall and it just obviously I, I knew I would get it again. So I just I gave her that and then I think I gave away my first couple and then I came on the old firm the next week, I gave that away. See my uncle actually that used to take me in the Marvel games. I came on for like 30 seconds. Honestly, it must have been. I didn't get a touch of the ball, but I remember. It was me to be on the pitch. I just cut a circle round in the middle of the pitch, thinking, "Wow, this is past." And then <laughs> that was just what I wanted. The name in the back. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't wish for more. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was Aye. never going to play every week. I say that every time people like, waste their talent. This that. I was never going to play every week. Look at Morelos, loss of standard at Rangers. Look at Edward. I'm a good player. I know I'm good. I back myself. But these are players who are. To play every week at Celtic, you need to be better than Celtic level. You need to be to play every week at Rangers. You need to be better because if you're an average Rangers player up front or Celtic, you're going on the bench. You need to be ready for that next step. And I'd, mate, I don't know. I think you're selling yourself short there. I'm not trying to butter you no, up. It's, all, it's honest. It's honest. Just in terms of everything, I probably believed I could have stayed there and maybe played 20 games a season, 25. But when it came to 45 games a season, scoring 30 goals at that, it would have been hard. And these players are. So I, I, I don't have any regrets about it. I don't not try to stay away and like say, oh, I was just buzzing my name in the back of the top. What I'd done was more than enough for me. I grew up supporting Celtic. Like I said, I wasn't allowed to go to the games because my mum and dad used to always think, oh, Celtic Rangers violence, you can't, can't go. It is what it is. It's not really that bad, do you know what I mean? But my mum and dad were just cautious about it. And I just thought getting that top with a name in the back. Everything just even I played like thirty games. I was buzzing with that. Do you know what I mean? Played in Europe for them. I seen playing playing one game for your schoolboy heroes, man, is a is a is an achievement in itself. But it's, many boys in our school would have went on to do it. John Hare. Left the dream, mate. Left the dream. So I mean, it's it's mad. It's I don't regret it. And when I talk with Marvel people, are like you're a waste of time. Marvel was a brilliant club. My dad always said to me, if you played with Falco Carrieri. I'd have been happy for the rest of your career. Marvel's a great club, so I had a good career out of it. I'm 26. I've, I've still got a few club. years left in you, my man. You know I mean, I, I feel what St Johnston was meant to be the. I had a, not a bad injury, but 
an injury I couldn't really get over and then St Johnson was meant to be the time where I was building back up and going and going and going and it was I was wanting to stay for a bit didn't quite work out got an amazing off on Bulgaria I went over and I still think I'm on the upward curve I still think I'm progressing I'm not at my peak but I believe within the next 18 months I will be back where I will be because it, it's, it doesn't come overnight I need I need in what I've done at St Johnson I need to learn during games I've learned through training for the last four or five years but you need to learn when you're in the, the fire pit do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, getting back to your goal against Barcelona let me tell you the story about how I witnessed it right <laughs> so um, as, you, as you know yourself Celtic Park you've got the you've got the big holdings during the Champions League games right see the big advertising boards yeah. that they run, the, run the ground right so the first five or six rows need to stand up basically to see the pitch Right, so I'm ten rows behind, and every bastard in front of me stood up. Right, mm-hmm. so I can't see a fucking thing, and because it's a Champions League and it's licensed, they can't show it in the big screens either. Right, right. so I'm like, I can't see a fucking thing here. Right, so I was like, fuck it. I went up to the stairs. I, I, mate, I stood up at the top of the stairs, right, and the security guard tried to fucking tell me to go back to my seat. I says, listen, you, you fucker. I say, see if you want me to go back to my seat, you need to get every single prick in front of me sitting fucking down. And just as that, just as that word came out my mouth, you've went through and banged it in and me and the security guard are like, ah, <laughs> celebrating like fuck, you know what I mean? But honestly, man, it was, well, yeah. that, was, that was crazy. That was crazy. What, mate, mate, fucking hell. You know what I mean? The players at Barcelona had in that team and you're fucking running away from them and smashing that in. What a feeling sat, that must have the been. The last few days I've sat and watched like videos of Xavi, see what somebody who tweets a La Liga or Messi's dribbling and you're thinking, my Kareem's guys, man, Xavi, I watched that highlight and see the way he passed the ball. He could put it anywhere. Aye, but what, he also was the one that made the mistake for you to be able to run through on goal. That's what I'm saying about the fate with my debut and that. Like, I don't believe in things. I do believe everything happens for a reason, but I don't believe it to be too much. But then it, with that happening, like, it's the Marvel thing. To score my debut at Marvel when I used to go to Marvel and then for the best player in the world, or one of the best players in the world to make a mistake, it's just, I, I believe if you do good, bad won't follow. And I, I do believe I've been all right in my life. I do believe I'm not a bad person. So I, I think you get, not rewarded, but I don't think you get punished. And Aye. just stuff doesn't add up and it adds up my good way. And for some reason, I think, these things are meant to be not not Aye. spiritual. I don't believe in all that, but I just think somebody's up there looking out for me. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a great Scottish saying that it's meant for you'll no go by you. Exactly. Well, obviously, that ball wasn't meant for Xavi because it went fucking by. I've been ten times out of ten in training. I'd have put that by the post. <laughs> what do you um, think for the rest of the season? What's your views on the? The rest of the fixtures, not that. Personally, I'd like them to get played out. I do think it's difficult because money, health, everything really. But personally, what I think would happen, I spoke to like just friends and stuff about it. I like more teams in the league just because up here, a lot of boys I've spoke to have moved to England say they go down to England because they want a fresh chance because they don't want to be going. And no disrespect to teams two or three times a season, mm-hmm. win them twice at home. You could end up playing the same team five times. I would have 20 teams, but the only thing wrong about that is a lot of teams financially, the gap would be bigger on quality probably. 
between your 20th place and first place. I would play the season out from August till October or whatever it's going to be. I'd start a summer league for the fact that Aye. in February, how many games get called off there because the wind and the rain messing up the pitches. But if the pitches started in February, with the wind and the rain, you'd probably get them played. Mm-hmm. The pitches would be better in the summer. You'd have chances for kids to go to the game when they're staying up late because they've got school holidays with a good weather. You could play evening games in the summer because it doesn't get as dark. Do you know that? Rangers would be more prepared for Europe. Also, same other one, Aberdeen get Europe this year. Not, Not sure. many times do the third and fourth places qualify for Europe. They always go out in the last leg or the second last leg. But they mm-hmm. fully into a season. I'd be a couple of weeks off in the season. But that's just fantasies for me. I'm not against anything. See if they keep this the way it is, then that's fine. But I just do think there's a lot of positives for moving into that. I think you're absolutely right there, mate. See, what you, the point that I would make is, see the Europe thing. The Europe thing. We, we we tend to come up against teams in the qualifiers that are maybe six and seven weeks into their season, or, or even like... even longer than that. So their fitness levels are higher, their their team cohesion's a lot better. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a good point. I would move to, to summer football. I agree with you. And I suggested the when I seen this statement. We were talking at dinner. And my missus dad was like, "I know, but you don't need a six week for it right after it." And I was saying. Personally, I don't need a six-week pre-season. I'd take a two-week pre-season and get into games, but I wouldn't go straight in because it's not fair on people watching if I'm not sharp. If they were watching a pre-season game, and not because as I'd, I'd go and train, I'd go and play games Saturday, Tuesday, Friday, Monday. Do you know what I mean? Every three days, because every two days you're not going to be peak. But... I think you do need a little bit of sharpness in you because it would just be like a pre-season game after 70 minutes everybody would blow up. You know what it's like? If, if you go out and run something, you feel alright, but if you go and play fives, it's a different feeling Aye. in the legs. It's a different... And I just believe that I would play the rest of the season out until the end of the year and then I'd do a summer league. But it just depends. I'm, I'm hearing all the positives from my side. Also, you could give kids hundred tickets, two hundred tickets to the teams outside the top two and fill the stadiums. You could give them because they're not going to be sold anyway once or twice. Like, but you'd need to hear the negatives before you weigh it up. It's like anything. Like, I understand why Rangers, Aberdeen, and Hearts will oppose us today, and probably also St. Mum because if it's a points per game, eh, not St. Mum, Hibs, because if it's a points per game, Hibs are going to end up seventh, and. You understand it, because if I was a Rangers fan, I would oppose it. If I was a Celtic fan, I would say finish uh, finish the games or give the league. It's just whatever your team. Mm-hmm. Your I, team. I personally, I personally want the games to be played. I don't think there's any easy answer to it. Whoever needs to get the decision sorted, good luck, man, because it's it's a mess. <laughs> Tony, thanks a lot, mate. Uh, you've done me a big favour today coming on the show. Really appreciate no, it. Thanks for having me. Next time I cross paths with you, there's a beer on beer with your name on it, mate. No, I appreciate that. Cheers, no, Tony, mate. Cheers, Good bud. Me, Cheers. Cheers, mate. See you later on, man. See you. Tony, what, mate? It's alright, eh? Done well, mate. Good guy, good guy. Brand new. So, pressure's on me, innit? To get some going. Pressure's on you. Wait, 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 Wait,
many, how many, how many fucking goals has Lee McCulloch scored against Barcelona? <laughs> I don't mean that. I didn't mean that. That came out all wrong. <laughs> It's now time for our Beer 52 teaser. For your chance to win a case of beer, all you have to do is answer the question we put to you. Last week, we asked you to name six players from Scotland who have scored hat-tricks in the English Premiership. Can you name four of them? That's mental, isn't it? John Hendry, Gordon Stratton, Gary McAllister, Kevin Gallagher, Duncan Ferguson and Stephen Naismith. Huh? Has Jordan Rhodes never scored a top-flight hat-trick? No, in the Premiership, no. No, Premier. I don't, no, I wouldn't have in the Premier, would he? Uh, he's not really played much in the Premier nah. League, actually. But congratulations to St Johnston supporter Rick Dargate, who nailed it. And this week, here's your teaser. Who is the only player to have scored a hat-trick in all the English top-flight leagues, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and for his country? I know, I know who it is. Right. Yeah, I'm going to think about that. Right. You can enter by commenting on the link on the Football Daft Facebook page or tweet your score to at Football Daft. Winners must be 18 or over and stay in the UK. And you can get free beer from Beer52 as well. It's a monthly subscription service for beer which they source from some of the greatest small batch breweries around the world. They theme cases every month with previous themes including Germany, South Africa, Korea, New Zealand and more and all you need to do is go to beer52.com slash daft and we can sort out free beers if you cover just £4.95 for the postage. You normally get eight but as you're a football daft listener we will give you two extra free beers so that's a total of 10 free beers. So just go to beer52.com slash daft that's the word beer and the numbers five and two dot com to get your first case of 10 beers for free. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Let's welcome to Football Daft, a man who started his career at Celtic before moving on to the likes of Aberdeen, Inverness Cali, Ayr, Alloa and Dumbarton. With over 100 appearances for the Diamonds, he's a bit of a legend down Airdrie way. It's Brian Prunty. Hey, what's happening, Brian? Hi guys, what how we doing? <laughs> All right, mate. Hey, that All was right. a lot of teams, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, listen, I, I thought we were going to run out of time there. <laughs> <laughs> That's added an extra well, 40 yeah. seconds on the podcast there. Exactly, exactly. So, Brian, how's, how's tricks, mate? How's, how's life been treating you? Yeah, things have been fine. It's obviously a diff- difficult situation for everybody that we're in just now, but there's no point in mumping and moaning about things. We've, we've all got to get on as, as best we can. Albeit That's very, it. very difficult, but everybody's in the same boat, you know. But the one thing's for sure, we will get, we will get through this. We will get nah, through, but just nobody will. knows when. Definitely. Like somebody, will. somebody made a statement to me. Uh, every day that you wake up, is a day closer to it being back to normal. So it's, it's quite a nice thing to think of it that way. You know what I mean? That's a good, that's a good way to put it. We're trying to put positive spin on as, as much as we can because. So well, you should know how to put positive spin on stuff. You've played for Airdrie most of your career. <laughs> I can't comment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember, remember next time you're up at that stadium, just you be careful, boy. I know, mate. I know. Listen, I'd, I've, I'll need to watch myself because I've had a few digs at Airdrie on this and I don't think it's going to work out well for me when I'm back at the old Penny Cabs Arena. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
Hey, that's where I like playing my football, man. I like playing that. That's because you like picking wee black balls out your shoes for 150 weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Clogging up the machine. <laughs> so, Brian, so, you started your career out at Celtic. Yes. Who did you come up with? Who came through the ranks with you at Celtic? Um, I, had five, I had five years full-time at Celtic, and ahead, ahead of me was the likes of Larson, Sutton, Hartson, etc., etc. I could name drop forever here, but um, the guys that kind of progressed in, from my time was the likes of Sean Maloney. Aye. Um, and Simon Lynch and all big, those boys. Big, big, uh, big John Kennedy, obviously assistant manager, still a good good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, the likes of the guys, David Marshall. There's a few, like, God rest his soul, Liam Miller, Jamie Aye. Smith. There's a few a few of the guys came through and obviously kicked on and got a few games. Yeah, but very, very difficult time to beat Celtic at that time because of the players... And obviously had a manager in place uh, under a new, where he was very stringent in what he wanted. If you weren't seven foot four, apart from Larson, <laughs> then you had no chance. <laughs> so, you know me, me and Toe would have done all right there then. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was, I was happy just sitting in the stands at that point in time. What a side that was, Brian. What a, what was, a Celtic side that was. Yeah, they, they, they knew what the, the cause was for. They, they were, the manager, the manager was on their case all the time. Right. So they knew they had to produce because at that time obviously Celtic had spent a few quid as well on the likes of Suttons and, and Hapsons and stuff you know so right. they had to produce but the manager there was determined to do well and obviously everything they had done speaks for itself Well that was pretty much unprecedented times at Celtic you know Celtic had money to burn at that point you know we were spending six and five and six million on players and stuff like that um, it was. It would have been a lot harder for you to get, get into the first team at that time. Um, so, what what uh, facilitated your first move away from Celtic? Not long before I left Celtic, I um, I was playing a good reserve team, right? And the reserve team can mean this and that to anybody, right? But then the day it's non-competitive, right? Aye. So, I had scored before before I left Celtic. I had scored twenty two goals in sixteen games. So I thought that merited me. I'm not saying playing, but it merited me maybe been in a squad or two Aye. now when that didn't happen ultimately you think well do you know what you have to move on you have to move on you're not going to get a chance and then uh, I had Aberdeen on the phone and for me to go from there to Aberdeen which is still a big club um, I thought do you know what it's a chance that you might never get again so I had to take it what was it like there? Stephen I went I went there at a difficult time mm-hmm. I went there at a difficult time I went there <laughs> Partick Thistle were bottom of the league at the time and I went there because I wanted to play first team football of course and it was a no brainer in the end but the likes of me going from a club like Celtic to Aberdeen where I'd scored all the goals in the, in the reserves shall we say Aye. big things were expected of you mm-hmm. and to be fair I probably wasn't ready for it Aye. because Aye. out the fire into the frying pan well that's the, that's the thing Aberdeen's a, a one team city um, yes. everybody that lives there is an Aberdeen fan yes um, and you, you probably can't walk the streets, I would think, if you're an Aberdeen right. player. Aye. Because when things weren't going well, and by the way, see if it wasn't for Partick Thistle that year, Aberdeen were going down. Aye. So, yeah, I would go for the shopping, I would go down the street and stuff, and people would, would have a look, and yeah, you would get your comments. You'd get your Aye. comments, you know, and people would say things that, that can be hurtful. But you know what? Born and bred in Airdrie. <laughs> takes more than that to put you down, you know. <laughs> that's it, mate. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, people, 
People don't even people don't even know who you're in Airdrie and you walk the streets and they shout stuff at you, so it, it, <laughs> it stands you in it stands you in good stead. You know what I mean, mate? As long, uh, as, but, long as you as long as you don't say wipe your feet on the way out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Aye, there's only two good things that come out of Airdrie, you and the road out here. Right, so anyway <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what happened after that? Then you moved on for Aberdeen. Um, you've you've obviously you've, you've had a great career. You're you're a player that that people know. You know what I mean. See if you mention Brian Prunty, people know who Brian Prunty is. Um, so you moved on for Aberdeen. Um, and what? Uh, how did you? How did you start? Did you start to enjoy your football more? I went across to Inverness. Now Inverness mm-hmm. had come up obviously from the Helen League right up through the bottom leagues right up to the top. And they took a wee chance on me. And I had, a, I had a good year at Inverness, believe it or not. A very good year in their first year in the Premier League. They stayed up that year, which is a result in itself. Aye. You know, and I played a small part in that. Um, and then ultimately, I didn't play a great deal, to be fair. Aye. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to... I've had my wee spell in the Premier League. It hasn't quite worked out. And I'll be the first to hold my hands up to that. Mm-hmm. And then I got a phone call from Airdrie. Um and then, to be fair, that's when I really started to come out and win. When I come come back to my hometown team, things Aye. really started to, to take off. Then, yeah. Aye. So you've over the, over your period where you've played played loads of times where you found yourself back at them as a coach now. Um, it's do you feel as if have you got any sort of ambitions towards the managerial side of things now? Um, after your your move from East Kilbride over back over to Airdrie. Airdrie have been great with me, give me give me the job as well because um, just 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 what is it, about a year and a half ago, almost two years, I qualified as a sports therapist as well. So Airdrie, Airdrie took me on board to to do that side of things as well. And honestly, it's been absolutely brilliant. And I'm getting to sit on a, a bench every week. It keeps me involved with football, and I'm getting more clients and stuff as well at, at the stadium and stuff. And it's been absolutely brilliant. And I can't speak highly enough. Over the years, I mean, altogether, I've been at Airdrie. I think it's six years, six years plus. They've been great for me, but also I like to think I've I've done not too bad for them as well. Aye, absolutely. I mean, you're you're an Airdrie legend, mate. Anybody that's an Airdrie fan will have a special place in their heart for you. So um, I, don't, I don't think you need to worry about that. Definitely. Can we talk about ya? Was it for Dumbarton? Your overhead kick goal against Livingston, bro? Oh, wait a minute. That's wait a minute, Stevie. Hold on. Hold on a minute. I need to talk about that, right? <laughs> now, Brian, Brian, me and you have been pals on Facebook for a couple of years now. Yes. Right. It's probably bi-weekly that you post that goal on it. Maybe every fortnight. <laughs> See, the thing I'll is, tell you what, it's the best shin roller I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> was it better than Rooney's? Aye, I would say aye, so. Aye, his actually hot shin. Yours was a fucking tight connection right to the top. See, the thing oh, is, mine could have went anywhere as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, we're, now we're in isolation. How many times have you watched it? I'm being serious, Stevie. It's on Facebook every other week. Ah, aye. It's um, yeah. There's 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 somebody sitting in one of these pages, right? It's sharing all the time, and somehow I keep getting the brunt of it. Okay, but I'm not going to complain. <laughs> How many times have I dug you up for it, Brian? Listen, I'm not wanting to blow my own trumpet, right? But there's a quarter million hits there, so long may it continue. <laughs> well, <there you> go. <laughs> there you go. Not that not that I'm counting. Well, a quarter Is it quarter a million. I think it's got to. I think. Aye. I think. No disrespect, but I think obviously the level I played that and to to create something like that, 
I mean, let, let's be serious. That, if that was if that was one of the top guys, I'd be, I'd be everywhere. You know. Well, that's the thing. I heard that in the European Cup final, uh, Gareth Bale took his Real Madrid top off and he had a Brian Prunty shirt on underneath it. <laughs> He's in big enough trouble, never mind with me under his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously, um, Brian, you've been in you've been in lots of dressing rooms early years, yes. played for different clubs. What's the best feeling you've had? The best dressing room you've been in? What's the best? The, be- the best feeling I've had. The best feeling I have is um, I have to admit, just bef- just before retiring, um, I won I won the I got my first medal with our both. Right. And that probably meant the most to me, right? Because I'd sacrificed so much since I was sixteen mm-hmm. to to be the best I could, and there was a lot of a lot of negatives, so there's a lot of downturns as well, right? So for me to get a medal around my neck when I played with Arbroath was probably, I know it sounds thing to a lot of folk, but what I've been through as well, you know, in terms of getting released, getting released, getting released, getting released. So many times you pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to drive myself on and try and get that wee bit of silverware and towards the end of the material I got it. So that's something I'm, I'm really proud about. Totally, me, I get that. I mean... I'm an actor, buddy, grown up man, how many times I went for auditions, you don't get the job, you keep getting knocked back, it's all about rejection, how you come back for that mate, so yeah. Yeah. I, I fully agree, Stevie, I agree, see any time I go to Alton Towers, every time I go up to a roller coaster, they, they patch me <laughs> off, uh, so I know exactly how you feel Brian, I think it's on a par mate, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm way there as well, too. I'm way there, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, mate, it must have... Just winning a medal as a professional footballer must be a buzz, regardless, you know what I mean? But having to wait as long as you did and finally get it at the end of your career, man, that must have, that must have been really special. It was. It was a fact. In fact, like, even, even at the level that I played at, that I won, like, the final day of the season, right, it could have went between a broth or Forfa, and we right. had... <laughs> We had our own helicopter Saturday. Oh, now for that, for oh, guys yeah. at my level, especially. Oh, you know, I'll never forget. We played. Um, excuse me. We played Stirling Albion, I think it was, and we had to draw or win the game to win the league. And with two minutes to go in the game, um, seen the helicopter circling over the stadium. You know, oh, that um, must have been some buzz, get, man. Getting buzz. a feeling. Getting a feeling. It's quite. It's quite surreal. You know, because you you don't think you think this only happens to guys who play at the top. You know. Um, but I've got lots of memories, lots of lots of good ones. I've got a lot of a lot of bad points as well, as I say. But it's how you pick yourself up, and do you know what memories that nobody can take away from you? Exactly, mate. Correct. Excellent. Excellent. In terms of managers, would you think best manager you've worked under? Best manager. Um, he actually wasn't my manager at the time. He was um, assistant anyway. coach at uh, Dumbarton. Jack mm-hmm. Ross, Hibs manager. Jack Ross, aye, aye, probably. Yes. He pff, cut a long story short. He's he's going to go places. Mm-hmm. Aye, if the Hibs, if the Hibs players pull their fucking socks up Then he'll be going places man They're, they're, they're not they're no performing for him at all They've got a new owner coming in as well So it's going to be a big big tester for him But I knew in the early, early days of Him coming down to Dumbarton That he was going to go out on his aye. own And to be fair I think I still think he'll kick on I think I mean, right. Watching Sunderland till I die The second series you know, And he's obviously the Sunderland, Sunderland manager in it like Yes He's got something about him. You can yeah. see he just needs the right club and the right facilities and the right yeah. right people behind him. He has definitely got something. I think I think there was more two things behind the scenes here as well. Oh. Let's, 
listen, listen, we could tear up for any team, can't we? What about worst managers, Brian? Any managers you just didn't click with, you didn't jail with? Um, right. Going to put myself in it here, am I? <laughs> Go for it. Um, there's two. There's there's two names that are not allowed mentioned, shall we say, in the right, household, right. my mum and dad's oh. house. Fuck, here we go. Right. Right. Mr. O'Neill. Right. Right. Mr. Calderwood. Oh. Right. Enough said. Aye. Two big names as well. Two big names, Brian. Two big names. Hey, Brian, I I spoke to Barry Ferguson about his his problems with Paul Gwen, so don't think you're getting fucking off that easily, mate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what was it? What was it about Martin O'Neill that that Martin O'Neill um, just didn't like me? Didn't like Aye. me. Simple as that. And uh, had a few things to say to me. And to be fair, didn't like him back. So Aye. tit for tat. Aye. You know. Yeah, um, with Jimmy. Jimmy was a wee bit more difficult because he wanted to stamp his authority when he came to Aberdeen that pre-season, and. After the first day of pre-season, he um, he absolutely slaughtered me, like slaughtered me beyond belief in front of all the players, right. and that was him making his mark. You were just a fall guy. The one, I felt as if I was the one that he was making an example of, shall we say? Aye, you learn a lot of things like that as well, but Brian, and that's how you come back to the kind of situations like you say to them winning medals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mental toughness. Listen, Aye. mental toughness. We all we all know that football is a it's the best game in the world it's the greatest game in the world mm-hmm. but what a lot of people don't know is how ruthless it is aye mm-hmm. how ruthless and how it can oh, I, how it actually can. I, I think that these documentaries that, like the Sunderland Till I Die and the Man City or nothing and all that that does kind of give you a slight insight into it doesn't it uh-huh. because some of the shit that's, that goes on in the documentaries you would think it's a fucking soap opera to be honest with you yeah I mean the likes of how many works would um, you're, you're taking football is different obviously from everywhere else but how many people is allowed to come into your face and scream in your face and call you this and that that's if you want to be at this day and age there's not right. many places I'll accept it now right. that's where football backgrounds your language and this and that and everything else you get away with a lot more you know right. but well, that was was, I, sorry I need to go for a pee right I'm absolutely busting I'm really sorry I'm pee. busting Speak amongst yourselves, gentlemen. While he's away for a pee, Brian, I might as well ask you, so you're coaching at Airdrie, obviously. Yeah. And obviously with the current state and stuff, you guys have stand a chance of promotion. What do you think the outcome, what's your views on the outcome and how the season could be concluded and all that? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because everybody's got their own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, me, like everybody else, I mean, you want you want the season. doesn't matter. doesn't matter what league. You want the season to end. Now, there's eight or nine games left for everybody. So, what I'll say is, why should the Premier League try and get played to a finish when we don't? It's a fair point. Fair when, point. When the, likes, the likes of us, at Airdrie, we, we still have lots to play for. Mm-hmm. Falkirk, who are just above us, have still lots to play for. You know, and teams below us as well. It's a very difficult one. They've got big, big decisions to make. Baby. Huge decision to make. Huge decisions, because I wouldn't like to be the person making the decisions, because I don't think there's no easy answer to it, but I take home what you're saying, it's no fair. We could get played, like the Premier, Premiership gets played and you don't, because like you say, 
producer John sitting there as a big Falkirk man. They've still yeah. got a lot to play for as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's a tough one. Well, that's it. That's it. I mean, what, what separates Wraith Rovers and Falkirk? A point or two? I mean, a point. That's nothing. It's, a, it's one game. It's one game term. You know? Aye. And Falkirk have a superior goal difference. Am I right, John? Yeah, aye. And we've got a lot to blame Airdrie for. We've, we've not played well against Airdrie at all this season. Airdrie <laughs> <laughs> have basically pulled our trousers in several times this season. So part of the reason that we're in the position we are is because of Airdrie <laughs> and your good self, Brian. So thank you for that. <laughs> Oh man, that is that you relieved, Justin? You're right, Chris. Remember the scene in Austin Powers? That's <laughs> what I was like. Yeah, I was fucking busting, man. <laughs> 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 Sorry for interrupting the interview, lads. I do apologise, man, but it was no either that fishy floor. Mate, you need to go. You need to go. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to get a commode for next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brian. Um, we've got a wee quiz now. We do this with every guest we have on every week. So we've got to put our football, your football knowledge to the mm. test with a 90-second quiz. Okay. You up for it? Oh, I'm up for it. Let's see how this goes. I'm not looking forward right. to it. <laughs> now, here's, here's the rules, Brian. Right? You, you must answer, even if it's the wrong answer. You cannot pass. Okay. Right? So but There's a leaderboard, Brian. Do you want to hear the, the leaderboard at the moment? We've got Barry Ferguson, who's at top of the leaderboard with 12. David McCracken's at bottom of the leaderboard with 1. Alan Archibald's on 11. Ian Murray is on 7. Lee Miller, Jordan Young, Bob Malcolm are on 6. And Peter Lovenkranz is on 3. Okay. Anybody, any, anybody you're gunning for? I've got to go for the gaffer, haven't I? My own gaffer. Got to. So he's got 7. He's got 7. Oh. Right. Can do it, mate. You want to ask your questions, Chrissy boy? Okay, here we go. Right. 90 seconds starts... Now, who did Paul Heckingbottom replace at Hibs? Neil Lennon. What, name the four teams left in the Scottish Cup. Celtic, Hibs, Hearts, Aberdeen. Stevie Mary joins St Johnson from what club? Aberdeen. Who is the most northernly SPFL team? St Johnson. Name the current Newcastle boss. Sorry, say that again, Chris. Name, name the current Newcastle boss. Joe Bloggs. <laughs> what year did you get player of the season at Airdrie? 2005-2006. Who did Celtic sign Odson Edward from? PSG. What team plays at Oakle View? Stenishmuir. Which team is Kelly goalkeeper Branescu currently on loan from? DC Milan. Which English team are nicknamed the Cottagers? Burnley. How many goals did you get for Aberdeen? Two. Who's the newest stadium in the Scottish Premiership? St Mirren's Park. What is Dumbarton's nickname? Sons. What team does Arthur Boric currently play with? Bournemouth. Who currently Who sponsors the League Cup? Betfred. Where the rules are Oh, you done Aye, well there, Brian. You've done really well there. I've done oh, alright. Pretty good, pretty good. I can't uh, wait to hear the scores here, man. It's going to be close, man. Go through the wrong answers, first of all, Brian, oh. with you. You got wrong the most normally SPFL team, so that's the whole of the SPFL, so it's Elgin. Uh, current Newcastle boss is Steve Bruce. 
Um, it was uh, Juventus that Brunescu is on loan from for, to Kelly. Uh, the Cottagers are Fulham, uh, but you got pretty much everything else right. So you just missed out on top spot. You've got 11. Oh, no way. You beat the gaffer, though. You beat no the gaffer. No way, man. The gaffer, your joint second. Do you have an Archibald? I'll take that. That's decent, well mate. Done, decent. Man. Well done. I'll take that, boys. That's one of the better ones that we've had, obviously, because you're second top of the list. But <laughs> you've done, <laughs> you done really well. <laughs> Listen, I'm just glad that who who's the, who who's the bottom cracks. He get one, and you beat the gaffer. He get seven, so you've up there by eleven, mate. Oh, good, I've blown, effort, I've blown mate. him out of the water. Not bad, <laughs> not bad at all, Brian. But listen, mate, thank you very much for coming on to the the show. Really no appreciate it. No problem um, at all. Obviously, it's a bit of a shame Gredo's not here, but he's got a wee bit of a family emergency today, so um, he's not been able to, to take part today, but. Um, he, he doesn't know anything about football anyway, mate. So I've just been asking you what your favourite dinner is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thanks, mate. We really appreciate you taking time. Nice out. one, guys. Okay, thank you. Thanks appreciate a lot, that. man. All the best the season. If it starts back up, all the best, man. Take care. Stay safe, boys. I'll see you soon, anyway. Okay. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com Right, Chrissy boy, I think, again, we get left on our pod, but I think we've done all right, eh? Aye, we've done no bad. I'm just happy that I've got an extra point on the Legends lottery, mate. I need to get my finger out with that, don't I? Listen, I thought if anybody was going to be able to bring in the footballs, it would be wee shell suit Bob. Hey, um, hey. Hey, I'm bringing in the football. You are getting that road. I know, yeah, mate. I know, you are getting that road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but next week, right? I will say this. I will bring on somebody for the Legends Lottery next week. I will. I will right. bring on somebody. Producer John, you've got my word on this. That's recorded, mate. Oh. Got my word, right? oh. Oh. I'm confident I will. Because you know what? My wife's got a couple of days off next week, so I'll have some time out of the old homeschooling because that is a big thing, you know what I mean? I'm building gazebos, I'm building tables at the back garden. You're building gazebos? What? Are you fucking recreating Falkirk Stadium in your back garden? (laughs) 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 You just just keep slagging him off, Chris. You don't even bother coming this way. (laughs) (laughs) I I know know it's side my bread's buttered on, my man. Aye, so anyway, what's going to be happening for the next weekend? Which, what can, what can we? Right, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring somebody in. It's gonna be a wee bit left field. Aye, right. aye. It's gonna yeah. be a wee bit left field. Um, I'm not playing or something. No, he'll do it. No, he's a footballer. He'll do it. He, he was a footballer. He's not a footballer anymore. He's retired. Yeah, I'll bring oh, one in. I will. I'll bring one in as well. Definitely. I'm pretty sure Gredo won't, but I will. I'm just will. seeing if there's any football uh, across the world that we can still watch. Do you know what? You know Belarus? Belarus Premier League is still going at the moment. So why don't we all pick a team from the Belarus League and we can follow their fortunes for next week's... Uh, next week's That's a good show. That's right. a good show. Here's a, here's a couple, of week, couple of weekend fixtures for you from the Belarus Premier League. So pick a team if you fancy the name of them. We've got FC Slutsk versus... Oh. FC, FC what? Slutsk. <laughs> uh, versus FC Redepsk. We've got Torpedo Zodino 
versus Energetic Biju Minsk. We've got <laughs> FK Gorodea versus Dynamo Minsk. We've got FC Minsk versus BAT Borisov. We've got... Uh, no, Bati Borisov. Bati Borisov. Right, what you is that? You can't pick them. Are you, you they're pretty good. They're the champions. Right, okay. Small I'm taking FC BGU Minsk. I'm taking them. Right, you're right. taking BGU Minsk. Uh, uh, we've got Smolovecci versus Shakhtar Sogorosk. We've got Dynamo Brest versus Iceland. Can I t- I'm going to take Dynamo Brest because it says Brest in it. Right, Are you taking this? See, what was the first one called? Torpedo. Torpedo Zodino. Aye, um, oh, that's a derby. That's a derby. <laughs> <laughs> I know why you picked it. Gantiris, Gantiris, Bijou bastards. <laughs> right, well, we'll watch that over the weekend, and we'll see right. how it goes. Just for your reference, uh, torpedo at eleven to ten uh, for you, Chris, and energetic BGU Minsk uh, for you, Stephen, at twenty-three to ten. By the way, I think... kick off tomorrow. Uh, two o'clock kick off tomorrow UK time. Might stick a wee fiver. Come on, the fucking torpedo! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> torpedo! <laughs> <laughs> BGU, man, I'm into that. Oh, come on, we'll do this. Do this. Yeah, superb. Big trips, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and also stay in the house and save lives. Do as you tell. Yes. Audio. In these unprecedented times, you may feel helpless or alone, but in your community, people are coming together to spread kindness. We're Viral Kindness Scotland, a project launched to help vulnerable people struggling with self-isolation. We're calling on volunteers to help vulnerable people in your community. You could pick up their shopping or simply offer a supportive phone call. Whether you're an individual, organisation or local business, whether you need help or know someone who needs help, free phone 0800 052 2282 or see viralkindness.scot. Viral Kindness Scotland, connecting communities.